Oh, it's beautiful, aren't we? So blessed to have Kate here with us. Gorgeous. Anything can happen, and this is our part in service where anything can happen, and I'm counting on you, right? So our fifth principle tells us that we must practice these ideas that we know are the truth, and so we have a spiritual practice every week. And last week you were invited to consider how you could expand your capacity for compassion. So how many of you took that practice on last week? I see like hands like this, like, of course you won't see me. And I know that if you practice it, you have something to share, right? So who has something you'd like to share with me about what that practice was like this week? Come on, I knew it. Okay, I'm going to borrow that mic and I'll bring it right back to you. All right, so we have Penelope, who's raised her hand. Thank you, Penelope. I started uh, this practice actually a while ago. Um, I decided that when you're, when I am driving, and um, you know, out there on the highways, we all know that people like have a tendency to cut you off, and you know, it's like, and your reaction to that usually is to flip them off or something. <laughs> well, I decided to be uh, to use more compassion in that situation. So instead of using a curse word when somebody does something to me in traffic that is irresponsible on their part, I just say, bless you, instead of the alternative. <laughs> Thank you, Penelope. And Joanne is inspired now. And I still flip on the finger. Oh! Oh! <laughs> All right. At Unity, we get truth, you know? Sometimes we can bless, and sometimes we still flip off. Anybody else? Yeah, Marilyn. It was very interesting this week because I decided that I was going to relax in any event and that was occurring, any situation, and allow my heart to stay open. And um, and I kept remembering it. I did, you know, I would do it. And this morning, um, I texted a friend, and she texted me back and said, "May your day be full of listening." So I, I think uh, God, God is with me. So thank you. Beautiful. Thank you, Marilyn. And Kate. Um, as many of you know, my dad passed away last month. And as part of that, I've really taken into heart that people are flawed and we love them anyways. Mm-hmm. Just, we had a complicated relationship. There's a lot of emotions there. And this past week, I realized I have to apply that to myself as well. Yeah. I am flawed and I love myself anyway. Yeah. So that's the next stage. Beautiful. Growing our capacity for compassion. So that was uh, practices on that. And I'm sure you were inspired by someone sharing of how you can grow that capacity for compassion. And we're moving on. So the series is about sacred earth, sacred worth. And today we're talking about the four life paths. So a couple of Sundays ago as I was outside greeting people, somebody came through and they said, Oh, Joanne, you are just living the life of a mystic. And it's true. But the truth of the matter is that unity is the life, offers the life of a mystic. Because what the life of a mystic is, is simply the willingness to stay open in any given moment to the awareness that God's power and presence is here. I am one with that, and I am allowing that to move in through and as me, no matter what is occurring in any moment. And it's why 
spiritual practice is so important because it takes practicing those spiritual muscles to help us to remember and be aware of the divine no matter what is occurring here. But when you and I take this on in unity, when we live into these teachings as each one just shared that they're doing, that is the mystic's life. And we're all capable of it. It's what unity provides for us. So Matthew Fox, in talking about creation spirituality, talks about the four paths of the mystic. It's the path of uh, via positiva, via negativa, via creativa, and via transformativa, which I understand are not really Latin words, so um, (laughs) it does sound that way. I think via is the only Latin part of that. But the way of. And Unity has done a fabulous job of embracing that way of positiva. The way of the positive, right? Positive, practical Christianity. We get that. It, it makes us feel good. But what the via positiva reminds us is that we can, no matter what is occurring in our lives, in any moment, find that via positiva path when we are willing to remain open to awe and wonder and beauty. Now, by now, this ought to be sounding familiar to you. Because this past year, we've been spending a lot of time on reminding one another and ourselves, no matter what is occurring, there is beauty there. I go back to our Advent series last year where we talked about that beautiful writing that was on the wall about the sun in the concentration camp, right? And it was those that were in that harsh and horrible situation that nonetheless remembered that the sun is always I'm willing in this moment to stay open to the wonder of that. We talked about in the very beginning of this year our uh, series on beauty. And our foundation again was our willingness to be open to seeing with eyes of wonder. Going back to our fall program last year. There's a lot of excitement, by the way, because the fall program desk is set up already for our next fall program. But I'm going to take us back to last year where we read See No Stranger. And Valerie Kaur reminded us that that is our willingness to see with eyes of wonder, to see no stranger, to recognize that you are nothing more than a part of me that I do not yet know. All of that folds itself into this path of via positiva. Being willing to recognize in any moment that there is goodness here and there is beauty here and there is wonder here for those of us with eyes to see. So how have you experienced awe and wonder in your day today? Michelle. You woke up. Wow. Right? Like, can you begin your day with that sense of awe and wonder? Oh, my goodness, my eyes have opened up and there's a new day here and I am still breathing and life must be good because I'm here alive today. That's the via positiva, the way of the positive. 
And we've been encouraging one another to know this way here in unity for a long time. I've got some quotes. My different electronics are starting to fail, not have enough power, so I'm hoping to make it through this um, to share these with you. But I wanted to share with you from the unity perspective. This is coming from Truth Unity from a correspondence lesson. The true source of joy is God. And only as we enter into the consciousness of our oneness with the Father can we find real joy. True joy takes hold of man's consciousness when he awakens to the realization of his divine nature and the blessing that accompanies that realization via positiva in unity. God is the only power and the only presence, and God is good and intends for us to experience our good. Via positiva. Unity has done this path so well. But that's not the only path. Because as we all know, sometimes it's really challenging in any given moment to remember to stay open to that awe and wonder. And sometimes we get caught up in the via negativa. Those aspects of life that are hard and that are challenging. There's a scripture I want to share with you today from the book of Psalms. This is chapter 30. And this is what it says. See if you recognize yourself in these words. So here's the psalmist. When I felt secure, I said, I will never be shaken. Lord, when you have favored me, you made my royal mountain stand firm. How many of you can think about those times, right, when life was so good and you felt God's presence so clearly and you knew, God, you will never abandon me. There's where the psalmist is in that moment. But then, but when you hid your face, I was dismayed. To you, Lord, I called. To the Lord, I cried for mercy. What is gained if I am silenced? If I go down to the pit, will the dust praise you? Will it proclaim your faithfulness? Hear, Lord, and be merciful. Lord, be my help. And there we are, in the darkness of the path of the via negativa, where it feels like God has abandoned me, where I once thought you'll never abandon me because everything was good. I now think, where are you in this? Now remember, we're talking about the path of the mystic. And the ability to experience God's power and presence no matter what is occurring. And so what we're reminded of here in this psalm, what I'm reminded of, is that here is me when I'm reaching for this God outside of myself, saying, God, why have you allowed this to happen? God, deliver me from this. And in that experience, it, it says it right in here, uh, I cried for mercy. Where are you? Why has this happened? Think about when you've gone through a health challenge or a financial challenge or a relationship challenge or a fill-in-the-blank challenge. Did you do that? Did you reach out as we normally do to that divine power and presence and say, here I am, help me. Help me. And if we can stay open in those moments, then what we can discover is that here, too, is a gift. The gift of the via negativa to know God in this moment. The psalmist goes on to say, You turned my wailing into dancing. You removed my sackcloth and clothed me with joy, that my heart may sing your praises and not be silent. Oh my God, I will praise you forever. So 
how do we experience that divine power and presence in those moments that feel so hard and so challenging? Because what we want to do is say, God, take this and make things back to normal for me. Anybody relate to that? Just let's go back to when it was good again. And when we do that, what we miss is the opportunity to find the gift of that moment to know God more fully and more completely within us and within our lives. You know, we've just had this collective experience over this past year that was hard and it was challenging. And so many of us just wanted things to go back to the way that it was. And if that's where we stayed, if that's where you stayed, you might have missed the gift that this past year provided for each one of us in that way of the via negativa. Here, where things are not like I would like them to be, I can experience God here too. And so many of us had the opportunity to look at and to sit with those thoughts and those ideas that we might have been holding in error in our minds. For myself, for example, I shared back in March, it was in 2019 that I had heard the call that my time of leading spiritual community was coming to an end. And I said, no, it's not. And I pushed it down and I ignored it. But last year, in this last year where nothing looked like I imagined it would look, I also had the opportunity to sit with each idea that presented itself and the fear that was behind each idea that had me saying no to the divine call to to move forward into my life into something different. The Via Negativa invites us to release thoughts and ideas that are getting in the way of our experiencing God fully and completely in this moment, even in the midst of a challenge. What do we have to release? What do we have to let go of? And so within unity, via negativia, it's described as this. This is from 12 Powers, Charles Fillmore. Thoughts are things. They occupy space in the mental field. A healthy state of mind is attained and continued when the thinker willingly lets go of old thoughts and takes on new. So as you're going through an experience that feels challenging, that feels like where are you in this God, one of the things that you are invited to do is let go of those ideas that keep you from fully experiencing God's power in this moment. Letting go of the idea that I'm separate from the divine. Letting go of the idea that God is not here supporting me. What we know in truth is that God is the only power and presence and God is here now. So here in this is this gift if I can release and let go of those things that get in the way. For me, it was uh, thought by thought, idea by idea, releasing the fears that were around that. And that's what it often is for any of us. For we, as community, we are going through this time of via negativa, right? Where there's a transition happening, a big change is occurring. And we can go through it clinging to what was and what we'd like it to be, afraid of what the future holds. Or we can ask, who are we in this? What ideas do we have to let go of, of lack and limitation and fear and doubt? so that we can release those and allow the gift of this moment to be revealed. 
why we're inviting you to take those seats, those half-page seats with the vision from the um, search team so that you can sit with those ideas and hold those ideas and see, where am I not believing those ideas? Because it's in those spaces that we are invited to release and to let go of, and we have the power to do so. I'm going to make a little commercial plug here before I go on. Because I have been releasing so much, and you have all been helping me to release so much, and betting for the Immunity Spiritual Center in the process. So I think I've got one more big box of books to bring next week. But before I can do that, I need the table empty that's out there today. So go check out that table, see if there's any books you'd like to welcome as I release and let go. So we can find God when everything is good. We're on this path of eyes of wonder via positiva. We can find and experience God when things are not good, when we're challenged by this path of via negativa. And then we have this path of creativa, the path of creativity. Now, unity teaches that we are all creating our lives through the thoughts that we hold in mind, through the words that we're speaking, through the actions that we're taking. We are creating our world. We acknowledge that we are creators, just like God is a creator. It's where we are empowered here in unity to know that we can change our lives. We have the capacity to do so. We are creative beings. Sometimes I think the problem is that we think that a creative being must fit into a certain box. So some of us here are artists and create beautiful works of art. Water, uh, Scott just had an art show. Right? And I was just teasing him before service, like, Scott, welcome to the next phase of your retirement. You've gone from being youth and family ministry director to now artist. You know, as these people are buying his paintings and commissioning him. Now, when we think of creativity, that's what I think of. Anybody else? Like, I'm not an artist. What are you talking about? I'm not creative. And we can forget in that that creativity is the very essence of what we are. We are creative beings. And when you get that, then your entire life can become a practice of your art form, whatever that might be. I think about Sandra sitting back there. How many of you have seen Sandra's beautiful pictures that she takes, right, of sunsets out on Lake Erie? All right, now, for most of us, there's the art, right? There's the creativity. Look at how she's captured this sunset. So beautiful, the colors and the composition. That's what we think of as the creativity. But what you may not know about Sandra and going to take those pictures is that that's only a small part of Sandra living this via creativa. Because the bigger part for Sandra is the ways in which she connects with people when she goes down to Edgewater Park, when she goes down to the lake. She has this open heart and this open spirit. And you ask her, she'll tell you stories of strangers that don't even know why they're coming up to her to share a story with her. But they do. There's the via, via creativa. I am going to create my life in such a way that I make these heart connections with people. It doesn't mean that we have to be painters. 
or poem writers or musicians. It means that in every moment of every day, I have the opportunity to create something in my life so that a heart connection is made. Gary shared his view of a binary world last night, right? There's just love and not love. So via Creativa invites us, how am I going to express my love in this world in my own unique way, allowing God to use me? I'm going to give one more example from our community, and that's Penelope sitting there in the back row there. Penelope started, she said, nine years ago. She retired, and how many of you, when you reached retirement, went, okay, so what's the purpose of my life now? Right? So what Penelope realized is that she could find purpose by sharing with others how to live healthy lives. Taking care of our, not just our spirit, which is what we're about here at Unity, but also how do I take care of my body, my mind? And so she started Penelope's Health and Wellness Group on social media. And she's always sharing ideas that come about about creatively empowering you to live healthy lives via Creativa. How about you? How are you living a creative life, sharing your unique self? That is the path of the mystic, knowing that the divine mind holds a perfect divine idea for any given moment, for you and for me. And when I am open and aware that I am one with God and take that divine idea and bring it forth into expression, I am living via creativa. And we are doing it all the time, either consciously aware of our oneness with the divine, which means we are living this as a mystic path, or totally unaware, but nonetheless, creating our life through the process of the thoughts we hold, the words we speak, the actions we take. So unity tells us via creativa, this is from the flow of life, Eric Butterworth, the free flow of ideas and creativity is your inheritance. Let me say that again. The free flow of ideas and creativity is your inheritance. Do you know that? Do you know there's always a perfect divine idea for you in any moment? You can dip into the flow at any time. As fast as you can snap your fingers, the answer can come in the form of the completed plan and the means for its fulfillment. Whenever you feel the pressure of time and something that requires a creative idea, just snap your fingers lightheartedly as a symbolic reminder that in one instant, the answer may come. You can snap your fingers. Right? I'm feeling lost. I'm feeling confused. I don't know. I don't feel God in this moment. Well, that's right. It can come in an instant. If I remember this my oneness, my awareness of the divine. That is the mystic path. And then the final one is the via transformativa. This is where transformation takes place when we recognize and realize I am one with the divine and experiencing the divine no matter what is occurring, what I might call positive, what I might call negative. I'm constantly creating. And when I constantly create in an awareness of the divine, knowing my oneness with the divine, transformation occurs. How many of you have experienced transformation in your life? Look around. Keep your hands up. Look around. 
This stuff works, friends. It works when we work it, as Eric Butterworth was known to say. Transformation occurs when we allow ourselves to be in the power and presence of God and to be used by that divine power and presence. And when we keep moving forward in faith step by step. Transformation is right now happening in this community. And that transformation will continue to unfold in marvelous, wonderful ways as each of us gets to be still and aware of what's mine to do here. I'll share a couple more ways that I believe you can all help the transformation of this community during this time of transition. Some of them that we've talked about, like taking that prayer and holding that vision with us. But you can help to create the transition and the transformation of this community by, guess what, showing up here each week. I see some of you that I haven't seen yet since we reopened. It's so good to see you. And for those of you that are still out on live stream, I'm glad that you're watching on live stream and, and continue to do so and continue to come and fill up these spaces. Hold that via transform, transformativa with us. God's here moving through us. Continue to support this community with your service, your time, your finances. This community that has been transforming for almost a hundred years will continue to transform for another hundred years as each of us shows up to do our part. God's part. I'm going to let it go. But this is important because what I want you all to hear is this path of the mystic You are walking. I'm not the only one walking it. You are walking it. You are walking it with me, and together we are co-creating a world that works for all, individually and collectively. How many of you are willing to practice these ideas this week with me? Well, let's look. I'm so excited that my thought hasn't given out yet on me. All right, so our spiritual journey can be understood as a dance moving in and out of the four mystical paths. One of the things that I didn't mention is this is not a linear process. It's not like we go from via positiva to negativa to creativa to transformativa. No, we are constantly dancing between all of those paths, and we may be experiencing all of those paths within a matter of moments, right? So this is a dance. Each of these paths have their own gifts on wonder, letting go, creativity, compassion, and justice. These cycles of life are born out of the seasons of the planet and remind us that there is a time for everything and that fluctuations of the spirit are part of being human. Can you accept the holy invitation to move fully into all the rhythms of life? Choose one of the four mystical paths to focus on this week. I'm going to invite you to choose the one that you're resisting right now. The one that you say, oh no, any of them but that one. That's the one, right? Choose it and focus on it. And ask yourself, how can I experience the divine here on this path? 
the life of the mystic, the life of unity, the life of positive, practical, transformational spirituality means that we weave the divine into every moment. And we know that we can count on the divine to meet us in every moment. Who's with me? I know I'm going to be asking next week. So practice and come back and share your stories. Next week, this week we're going to be out in the parking lot one more week having lemonade. Thank you, Talissa, and your kitchen angels. I just want to let you know we are doing our best to move us forward in this time of transition. So starting next Sunday, we're going to be having um, fellowship in the community room again. It's starting to get pretty hot out there. (laughs) So we'll be back in the community room again where the kitchen angels will continue to provide us with lemonade and you will continue to provide us with fellowship. I look forward to being with you today and then. God bless.